Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of the Confessions of a Crappy Christian podcast. I'm your host and resident crappy Christian, Blake Guichet, and I'm so pumped to be bringing you season two of this show, packed full of more people telling incredible stories of who God is and what he's done. Okay, real quick, don't skip over this. I need to tell you about something super exciting. The Crappy Christian Podcast finally has merch. I am going to absolutely toot my own horn and tell you that it is stocked full of really great and really fun designs. T-shirts, sweatshirts, coffee mugs, hats. You are going to love them. So jump over to crappychristianpodcast.com slash shop to check it out. All right, friends, welcome to the first birthday edition of Confessions of a Crappy Christian. I'm here with my local, real-life best friend, Stephanie Lyles. Say hi, Steph. Hi. And We uh, didn't meet on Instagram. We didn't meet on Instagram, <laughs> which I feel like I say that way less now than I did in the beginning. But no, I mean... For sure. So many of my guests come from like the internet or Instagram in some capacity. Um, but today we're going to we're gonna kind of do things a little differently. And Stephanie is going to interview me. So, yeah, I'm going to like hand the, the proverbial mic over and we're going to we're going to do this the other way around. Yay. <laughs> this is I'm equally parts um, perplexed and excited that you would. <laughs> That you would trust me to do this. <laughs> when I asked you to do it, you were like, are you sure? <laughs> like, yes, I'm in. I'm honored. But, like, have you thought about this? <laughs> right. Because <laughs> I'm probably uh, the least well-spoken of all of your friends, probably. So Whatever. Um, and it's exciting because I'm the first Enneagram 5 you've ever had on the show. Yes, we have to touch on that. You are one of my only Enneagram 5 friends. I have a few, like maybe three. But you're right. definitely, which in a, in a world of where my closest people are nines, you are a five like breath of fresh air for me. So, but it's oh, great because we don't we go, like I know I go towards you when I'm unhealthy, <laughs> which is perfect. <laughs> which makes us quite a duo when makes you're in a us bad place. quite a duo <laughs> you're like no you're fine just hermit you don't need to talk to anybody this is great coping mechanisms just keep going where you're going it's really fine to completely wall yourself off from yeah. any and all feelings it's super normal <laughs> yeah okay can you believe it's been a year since you started the podcast no no i can't i i mean we're recording this a week out because hashtag last, last minute for life. <laughs> but no, I can't believe it's been like this time a year ago. I had no idea what it was going to look like. And I was just like in the kind of like in the weeds of like cranking out content, trying to hype it, trying to like get people to come on a show that had like a like kind of sketchy name and like no stats to back it. And then, yeah, I mean, it's pretty insane to like look around and see see what's happened in a year I know okay so speaking of the name uh you've touched on it like here and there I think in different parts like maybe on your Instagram or um in the podcast itself but like in your own words (laughs) what do you think like what does it actually mean to you to like be a crappy Christian yeah so the 
the foundation <clears throat> of the podcast comes from Second Corinthians twelve nine, which in essence is talking about it's Paul talking about that in our weakness, like as humans, um, is the potential and the capacity for God's strength to be made perfect. And he go goes on to talk about so therefore I will boast all the more in my weakness. Right. So I will, I'm going to talk about the things that I am inherently not good at um, to point back to God. And that is, does not come naturally as an Enneagram eight. Uh, vulnerability is death for n- most functioning eights. And uh, I lived that way for a really long time where like vulnerability and honesty and emotions were like just my personal hell and like through a lot of therapy and finding good friends and and just general growth kind of grew into leaning in on vulnerability and uh and my weakness and so when I and it's what's crazy is that when I started the podcast I knew that that was the foundational verse I knew the crappy Christian had come out of that but I didn't know like what it was going to really turn into it's been like really incredible to watch and I've said this before that like vulnerability is your superpower like I don't care what you say like you make it look so easy mm-hmm. um yeah I remember I- when you said that to me like I remember the first time you said that to me it was like I'm pretty sure vulnerability is your superpower but that's to me now that is the best way to explain it, which is kind of cheesy. This is like my like inner Marvel nerd coming out. But like if you think about superheroes, like they the the superpowers that they have are not things that are like natural, right? They're like they're supernatural. And so vulnerability does not come naturally to me. Mm-hmm. It's just something that I've like I would say like half worked really hard on and half just prayed for and kind of like here we are talking about all my junk on the internet. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, you've just really harnessed it, I think, as like a weapon for the kingdom. It's really incredible to watch. Um, okay, looking back on the last year, who have been your favorite guests and favorite episodes that you've had on the show? Yeah. So I guess if I go like all the way back to the beginning, I think like the third episode was uh, Dr. Shauna Dalton-Smith, the episode on rest. And that one kind of rocked my world a little bit. I was like just coming out, I was still kind of coming out of a season of, of hustle and kind of making myself crazy. And she talks about like, I can't remember if it's seven or nine different kinds of rests that we need and, and, and how to find those things and how biblical rest is. And that one was probably, I would say that was the one that I like learned the most in the interview where I was just like rapidly taking notes, like all of this applies to my life. I need all of this, like just as much as my audience does. But I mean, obviously getting to interview your kind of like hero, Jess Connolly was, that was, I was a wreck before that. Oh, wreck. I think we talked about it like after where I was like super anxious all day and just on edge and was like, I don't like I just felt crazy. And then like kind of like supernatural peace throughout the the interview. And then after the fact was like, oh, that's why I felt like a crazy person because I was about (laughs) to like interview with somebody that I hugely like adore and look up to. And of course, she was like a doll. And then I think any of the times that I've gotten to have friends on, you know, like having 
Jeanette on the show and, and you know, having you on and, and that kind of stuff. I think those episodes are always, those are fun too. Yeah. Um, the Chandra Dalton Smith episode, like, I remember I was on a run, of course, listening to the podcast. And, like, I think my jaw was, like, as far open as it could get. Like, I, it was blowing my mind. No, I know. And she talks about it with such, like, ease and, and like, duh. Like, this is all, you know, she's so well-versed in it. And it should be. Yeah. Like, like it's all something you're like, it, duh. You're like, I mean, I think I, rem- I think I, like, said out loud. Like, I was like, I need sensory rest. Oh, hundred <laughs> percent. missing in my life. Yes. Most, like, mothers of children under probably, like, ten are desperate need of sensory rest. Yeah, so if you have you- not listened to episode three... You got to back it up a little bit because you're missing out. It's so good to just be able to like put a name and mm-hmm. validation to what you're feeling. Yes. That one was so good. It is. Um, who surprised you the most? I had Stephanie Tate, who is the author of The View from Rock Bottom. Um, she struggles with like chronic illness, chronic pain. And I knew she was really funny. And so I was really interested to see how someone with that kind of like wit and and just general like hilarity would engage in a conversation about suffering and and pain and the rock bottom and stuff like that. Um, And so I think that was a really good one. I can remember walking away from that feeling like I had kind of gotten a glimpse into kind of like a life that I I wouldn't probably otherwise and then and I don't know that I don't think I've talked about this on the podcast so I had uh Laura Jones was on the show wasn't that long ago and uh hers was for when you have a wounded heart I think and she lost her entire family in in an automobile accident she was the sole survivor and we get through this interview and it was super heavy, but like also really beautiful. She's incredible. And we end the recording and, you know, I'm like ready to sign off. I'm like, thank you so much. And she was like, Hey, I need to, I need to ask you something. I feel like there's, there's a question on your heart that you're not asking me. And there totally was I, the whole time, um, I had been thinking I, tend to struggle with some like irrationally rational fear of like my entire family being wiped out and the whole time I had been talking to her I was thinking gosh I wonder if she ever thought about this like I want you know like if that were to ever happen to me down the road it wouldn't it would be unexpected and traumatic but it's something that I've thought about right and the whole time I was talking to her, I thought about that. And so I was like, yeah, actually. And like kind of told, like asked her that question. She was like, it never crossed my mind. The thought of losing my family never crossed my mind. But my son knew he was going to die young. And she goes on to tell me this like incredible, like tragic story that I think her son was only like 13 or 14 when the accident happened. And that someone like not that long before had asked him about what he was going to do when he graduated high school. And he had told him, I'm not going to live to graduate high school. Like, he knew. Oh. And I, it just wrecked me. Like, wrecked me. Just that that she, you know, was, like, looking into someone in on a screen 
and was like, I feel like you have another question. And we got to have this like other, like super beautiful conversation. So that one was surprising to say the least. Wow. This week's episode is brought to you by Zondervan's newest edition of the NIV Beautiful Word Bible, which offers a one-of-a-kind visual treatment of scripture for an even more beautiful quiet time. This updated Bible is also easier to read thanks to Zondervan's exclusive NIV Comfort Print, designed specifically to create a smoother reading experience. And the great thing is, now through December 31st, Listeners can save an additional 10% off of the Beautiful Word Bible by visiting faithgateway.com beautiful and using the promo code crappychristian at checkout. What are some things you've learned this year and like what has God taught you in this last mm. year of journey on podcasting well I think there's the like really tangible like oh wow podcasting is way more work than anybody knows that it is (laughs) and I think I've just continued to learn that lesson over and over which and I mean I don't even do all of the things right like I have the incredible Jeanette Tapley from it's time for coffee productions that does almost the and she does the entire production so but it's so much work and so I have so much respect when I see people put in the work to put together like a really quality podcast. I'm always going to like champion that. But what God has probably taught me like as an individual, I think it's just that idea that like every voice matters and that every voice has a story to tell. And it's really important to me that the the people that come on my show, I mean, if you look at numbers, I've had guests that had 400 followers on Instagram and 400,000 followers on Instagram and all of those stories in between are so impactful and so important and that like every voice matters and that numbers really don't like yes it is fun to watch the numbers climb it's it's fun to measure success I think that that is good and that is healthy but that at the end of the day like everybody has a story to tell and they need they just need somebody to give them the space to do that. Is there anything you would have changed along the way? No. I mean, there are things that I, like, look back and I'm like, yeah, I might not have done that. I might not have, like, done that that way. Um, My seven wing comes in real hard sometimes and I just, like, fly by the seat of my pants and do things. And then three weeks in, I'm like, this was a bad choice. I'm I'm in over my head. This was not a great choice. (laughs) I shouldn't have taken this on. Um, But I think, like, it's, I mean, it's cliche, but I think I, like, learned from all of those things. So I don't know that I would necessarily go back and and change them right what's the coolest thing that has stemmed from the podcast and like what have been your wow moments what are the coolest things I mean I've I've gotten to create so many connections right I mean the the nature of this it being super conversational it's really important to me to I like do my best to try to use video when I interview so that we're like talking face to face um that have like become friendships, you know, like like they come on the show, they share their story, whether it's a story they've shared a hundred times or it's the first time they're sharing it. And we just almost always end up like, oh, okay, now we're friends. Like we're friends now, you know? And so that's just, that's a really incredible experience that is not, um, is not lost on me. But I think 
uh, wow moment probably would be the one that we just had like a week ago where we realized that the podcast had done in a month in numbers what it had done in like six months before. And it was just, I mean, I think I did the math on that like seven different times. I was like, we've got to be getting this wrong. There's no way this is what's really happening. And so I feel, honestly, I feel like I'm like still reeling from that like a little bit, but I mean, that was a huge, huge like, wow. Do you have any goals uh, for like the next year, like looking ahead? Yeah. I mean, I definitely, I mean, if I'm being totally honest, which is the essential part of the podcast, like I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to monetizing the podcast. I would love for the podcast to, you know, be, you know, for the last year, it's been a ministry and a way to share my platform and, and bring people along with me. And like, yeah, I would love for it to be something that contributes to my family. And I like, it's really important to me to be super upfront about that. You know, like I talk on my Instagram fairly often about like, hey guys, like we may be running some ads. We may be like doing that kind of thing. And so those kinds of opportunities are starting starting to open up for the podcast, which I'm really looking forward to. Um, but I think for the most part, I'm just, for the last year, I felt like I've just been along for the ride and I'm kind of just, <laughs> just going to keep being along for the ride <laughs> and uh, kind of seeing what God does because he's just shown off thus far. Completely. It's been uh, a complete honor and joy to like have a front row seat in watching the good times and the bad. Like I get the whole show and it's yeah. really um, God's in every single piece and part of it. And mm-hmm. you're just a true force. Mm, um, you're stop. <laughs> leading people to the kingdom and giving people, you're giving them the gift of freedom in Christ. Like that's priceless. It's really um, what you do matters so much. It's so important. Mm, thank you. Okay, I'll stop being mushy. Thank I'm gonna you. mix up. <laughs> I'm gonna mix up your uh, rapid fire questions because we've heard you answer those a lot. Yeah. So I'm gonna give you some this or that's. Which fun fact? We're actually switching. Gonna switch that up for the show in season two. I think we're gonna start doing this or that questions. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. It won't be for a while because I've recorded up until, gosh, probably into February right now, but that's coming. So I, and I've had people legit ask, are you going to change the rapid fire questions? I'm like, I like my rapid fire questions, but I love them. That's so funny. We are going to, we're going to, we're going to change it up. Good. Okay. Well, here, here are mine for you. Netflix or YouTube? YouTube. Dog or cat? Oh, cat. I know. Oh I know. I know. I know. So I'm so disappointed in you. I know. <laughs> Cake or pie? Pie. Mountains or beach? Mountains. Laundry or dishes? Laundry. Really? Yeah. Well, d- Jeremy does the dishes. Oh, well, that's fair. Yeah. Bath or shower? Bath. Burgers or tacos? Tacos. Uh, online shop or store shop? <sighs> See, being 5'2 and curvy does not lend itself to online shopping, but I hate store shopping with a, like, deep burning passion. <laughs> so, again, like, I say neither. Like, I just don't really love shopping in general. 
Well, I'm impressed. You have a very impressive wardrobe for somebody who has struggles shopping on either end of the spectrum. It's actually a capsule wardrobe. It's just very intentionally curated. Right, right. <laughs> Money or free time? This one's hard. See, I feel like we've had this conversation because I think I go <laughs> money because money can buy free time. There you money go. Such a pays mom. for sitters. <laughs> um, salty or sweet? Gosh, that really depends on the day. Today, it's True. sweet. Truth. Winter or summer? Winter. Beer or wine? Wine. That really surprises me. I really thought you'd be more. We're on like a red wine kick here lately. It's the season. It's cozy season. It is the season. (laughs) Okay, as a bonus, um, who's your favorite Seinfeld character? Okay, so like people that don't know, like Seinfeld helped raise me, and so much of my like deeply seated, sometimes problematic sarcasm comes from Seinfeld. I think this was on a subconscious level probably why we became such good friends. A hundred percent. We totally share that connection. Yeah. I mean, my knee-jerk reaction is, like, literally anybody but George. (laughs) (laughs) Because George is, like, everything that's wrong with humanity. (laughs) Um, But, I mean, I do love Elaine. Like, Elaine, there are little bits of Elaine in everything that I do. And her general, like, not give a crap and her her willingness to like tell people not to be a jerk like I think that she would probably be my favorite but I mean there's there is nothing better than watching Jerry Seinfeld try not to break so true there's nothing better (laughs) than that so like he gets bonus points for that for sure what is it about people trying to hold it together that is so funny that is literally one of my favorite things to watch on YouTube like if I'm having a bad day yes (laughs) Or, I think you and I have talked about this, the video, and I talk about this on my Instagram, I swear this is going to be my first swipe up when I finally get the swipe up, is the video of Jimmy Fallon and Bradley Cooper on the Jimmy Fallon Tonight Show, where they have those stupid Seahawks visors on with, like, the fake hair, and they can't stop laughing. Like they It goes get, on so long. It's like 15 minutes of them just trying to get, like, a five-minute segment talking about this play. It is YouTube gold. Like, if you're ever having a bad day, you have to watch it. Because it literally turns my day around every time. It's so good. Well, that's all I have for you, Blake. Thank you from the bottom of my crappy heart for letting me do this with you. (laughs) I love you. Thank you from the bottom of my crappy heart for breaking out of your Enneagram 5 comfort zone (laughs) and being on a podcast. Yay! Oh, I'm yay. So proud. And happy birthday! Happy birthday to me and to the podcast. Exactly. I'm not sure which I'm more excited about. Both are exciting. Yes. And worth celebrating. Yes. All right, friend, I love you. Love you. All right, that's it for this week. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Crappy Christian Podcast. And hey, by the way, if you super loved it, can you go leave a five star review wherever you're listening? That'd be awesome. All right, see you next week.
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.